Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, Mike here. We welcome you to another podcast, A Moment with m and MJ. Welcome to another moment with us. And we're excited again to be on and speaking what God has put onto our heart. Yeah, you know, it's it's been good. I mean, we've been, oh, we have an anniversary almost. Actually, we do. Oh, really? It was okay. one year ago, this very weekend, that we put out our first podcast. Oh, well, hey, that's exciting. Hot dog! Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, it just occurred to me as we as we pushed the button. It was uh-huh. like, wow, it's been a year. That's interesting because not too sometime today. Actually, I was thinking, you know, it's almost been a year. I'll bet since yeah. we started podcasting. Yeah, I think we put our first one out on January 29th. Well, exciting! Wow. <laughs> so we're not, you know, that's not going to be our topic for today. But that's just an interesting little history tidbit, right? Right. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Mary Jo's got something on her heart that uh, she shared with me. Um, it was yesterday or day before or something like that, and I was like, oh, that's that's good. Well, what Very has been good. on my heart for the last little while, I was I was actually watching a, a news program, and they showed a clip of, um, of a mainstream media news show or a news, news broadcast, and it was talking about that Christians and conservatives and people that believe in the Constitution need to be reprogrammed. Oh, yes. Or almost get the impression that they need to be, like, removed from society. Yeah, removed from society, almost like they needed to be put into camps and, right. and then re-indoctrinated. Re-indoctrinated because yeah. um, of what they believe. Right. And it, so was, it, just, it was crazy to, to listen to that clip. I'm like, wow. So that makes me realize that there is so many people right now that are receiving information that a conservative viewpoint is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, that's, that's really interesting. And you know that there's so many um, political views right now that are creating division. Big time. And that... You know that we believe that a lot of that is so much on purpose mm-hmm. that they're they they want people divided. They don't want people united, mm-hmm. and don't want you to. You know, part of being isolated right now is that you, there's barriers up against how close you are to other people. Mm-hmm. So what God put on my heart was to actually talk about loving people. Right. You know, loving, get to know somebody that has a different viewpoint than yours. Mm-hmm. Get to know somebody that if if you're a conservative, get to know somebody that's not. Mm-hmm. If you're not a conservative, get to know somebody that is. Mm-hmm. And that you get to know them well enough that you start to feel like you love that person. Right. And I did look up, I said, what's what is love? And just a simple explanation is that... Love means to be deeply committed and connected to someone or something. Yeah, deeply committed. How how could we, um, how would this concept, what Mary Jo just read, how would that, if we all, just as, just first of all, as, as believers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm would really embrace that Mm -hmm. and try to walk in that as best as we possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then 
how would just us as Americans, if we began to embrace that challenge? Well, I think one of the things that I believe God is saying is to shut that door Mm -hmm. of division between people, shut that door where you're willing to see somebody killed or die Mm -hmm. because they have a different or put into some type of isolation where Mm -hmm. they're no longer a a threat to Mm -hmm. society as one side sees it, not Mm -hmm. as the other side sees it. Right. So you'd shut that door, I believe. Well, I think too, and then what had happened is you would begin to bridge that gap of division Mm -hmm. and that would be the beginning of the end of that destructive division that we're seeing right now, not only in the body of Christ between the different religious groups like... um, you know, just different major denominations and things like that, but also the political divide that is in this nation right now. I mean, it's being spun up to a fever pitch right? by, you know, the media and things like that, which we're not going there, we're, but you can't deny the fact that it has been. Mm-hmm. And what would this do if we all just started to look at our neighbor? I'm... Johnny Republican or whatever, and Janie Liberal over across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, what would, how would the result of that be if we actually just started to have a conversation with that person and not base it on any political thing whatsoever, not base it on anything, but just base it purely on the love of God? Mm-hmm. And just looking at that person and saying, you know what, God loves that person. Mm-hmm. I it it doesn't matter if they vote blue, if they vote red, if they drive a BMW, if they drive a Ferrari, if they drive a Yugo, if they drive a truck, a car, a bus, whatever, it doesn't matter. Looking at all those external things, look at what they are as a person who is created in the image of God and somebody who God loves deeply and dearly. Right. But I guess my point was, was actually to recognize that they are somebody that totally does Mm -hmm. not think like you do. Mm Mm-hmm. And that you love them. Right. So that you're not, so you want that connection. Yeah. And you don't want them abolished just because they are so different. Right. Let's get into some scripture about this concept. I think, um, you know, when we were talking about it and you were talking about what you wanted to share and how you wanted to share that concept, I right away, uh, the Bible story, the... Um, Bible story mm-hmm. that totally rose up in me that would be perfect was John chapter 13 where Jesus washes the disciples feet yeah because he washed the he washed. feet of somebody that he knew was going to betray him yeah and loved him oh yeah you know what's what's amazing you look at John chapter 15 verse 1 I love what it says uh, in the amplified Bible just because it's so and just so descriptive of the love that Jesus had for him. Uh, I'll just read that one out of the um, Amplified Bible, and then I'm going to go to the Passion and read that whole passage of Scripture where you know, Peter decides to say, uh-uh, but Jesus says, hey, wait a minute. Um, so John chapter 13, verse 1 out of the Amplified, Now before the Passover feast began, Jesus knew, was fully aware, that the time had come for him to leave this world and return to the Father. And... As he had loved those who were his own in the world, he loved them to the last and to the highest degree. He loved them to the last, each one of them. Right. 
including Judas Iscariot. Well, and you know, just listening to what you're saying, you know, Jesus loved people. He was willing to die that we all would have the opportunity to ask forgiveness of sin. I mean, what Mm -hmm. truly, what greater love is that, you know? Yeah. John chapter 15, verse 13. I'm going to read that one out of the, out of the passion, uh, because that's really rich in there too. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. And so that brings us to God. God mm. sacrificed his son. Right. The greatest love of all. When Jesus put his hand up. Yeah. Jesus was willing. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. That's amazing in itself, mm-hmm. you know, to know what he went through and to know that he did it willingly. Right. For you and I. Did you still want to read... Um, that scripture? Yeah, John chapter 13. Uh, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. This is out of the Passion Translation. Jesus knew that the night before Passover be, would be his last night on earth before leaving this world to return to his Father's side. All throughout his time with his disciples, Jesus had demonstrated a deep and tender love for them, and now he longed to show them the full measure of his love. Before their evening meal had begun, the accuser had already planted betrayal into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now Jesus was fully aware that the Father had placed all things under his control, for he had come from God and was about to go back to be with him. So he got up from the meal and took off his outer robe and took a towel and wrapped it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' dirty feet and to dry them with his towel. But when Jesus got to Simon Peter, he objected and said, I can't let you wash my dirty feet. You're my Lord. Jesus replied, you don't understand yet the meaning of what I'm doing, but soon it will be clear to you. Peter looked at Jesus and said, you'll never wash my dirty feet, never. But Peter, if you don't allow me to wash your feet, Jesus responded, then you will not be able to share life with me. So Peter said, Lord, in that case, don't just wash my feet, wash my hands and my head too. (laughs) Jesus said to him, you are already clean. You've been washed completely, and you just need your feet to be cleansed. But that can't be said of all of you. For Jesus knew which one was about to betray him. And that's why he told them that not all of their feet were clean, or not all of them were clean. After washing their feet, he put his robe on and returned to his place at the table. Do you understand what I just did, Jesus said? You've called me your teacher and your Lord, and you're right, for that's who I am. So if I'm your teacher and Lord and have just washed your dirty feet, then you should follow the example that I've set for you and wash one another's dirty feet. Now, do for each other what I have just done for you. I speak to you timeless truth. A servant is not superior to his master, and an apostle is never greater than the one who sent him. So now put into practice what I have done for you, and you will experience a life of happiness enriched with untold blessings. That's really good. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Um, was listening to David Wilkerson. Do you remember that teaching that we listened to when he talked about washing feet? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't literally going and getting a pan of water and washing dirt off of somebody's feet. It was a, a description of what, you know, it was, it was Jesus doing it mm-hmm. as a picture of us going and being a blessing to someone else even someone who we know hates God. Right. Wow. That's just 
all kinds of well. Well, it's a it's a big subject, but we've touched on it mm-hmm. a little bit and hope it's blessed you. Yeah. And we hope it's really encouraged you to to you know to start to reach out. Interact. Yeah. Get to know somebody, get to love somebody mm-hmm. that has an opposite viewpoint, opposite life of what you have. Right. I'm going to do a history project that I'm going to put up on a different podcast, but it's going to talk a little bit about that very thing. So Good. be looking for that too. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We sure appreciate it. Let us know what you think, and we will check you next time around. Thanks so much.